Welcome to another episode of Just a Jackass with a Note in His Mouth. I'm your host and resident jackass, Brad Alexander. This episode, that's not how any of this works. Hanukkah is upon us. It's the Feast of Dedication or the Festival of Lights, and many of my brothers and sisters in Christ simply ignore it because, well, that's for the Jews. And yes... Yes, it is, which is why, actually, we should care. And sometimes when I bring stuff like this up to my brothers and sisters, I get questions like, so what are you, Jewish now? To which I respond, well, yeah, by adoption. I mean, we've been grafted in. And then usually I get a really confused and concerned look on the face of the individual. That's not how any of this works. But it actually is if you take a look at scripture. So what is Hanukkah? What's it got to do with it? Why should Christians care? What's it about? So I'm going to give you a snapshot, just a Reader's Digest condensed version of the events surrounding Hanukkah. The Syrian Greek Empire occupied, well, invaded, overtook Israel as part of their world domination tour. Um, they had taken over the temple, they ransacked it, and offered sacrifices to their gods, desecrating the temple and the altar of the Almighty Adonai Elohim. In 139 BC, a small group of resistance, the Maccabees, defeated the Syrian army, recapturing the temple. So they remove the idols, they cleanse the temple, and they prepare to dedicate or rededicate the temple to God. They made a new menorah since the Syrians had stole the gold one that they had in, in the temple. And they found only one cruiser of olive oil with the high priest's seal on it, which would last for about a day. Well, they needed it to last significantly longer than that. And by a miracle of God, it burned for eight days until more could be provided that the menorah of the temple would continue to stay alight. That's kind of a nutshell of the history behind Hanukkah. It's a pretty small nutshell. There's a lot more to it, but you get, you get the basics around it. The definition of the word Hanukkah is dedication. There's the Feast of Dedication, which is also again called the Festival of Lights, due to the lighting of the Hanukkah, which is the nine-candle uh, holder, versus a menorah, which has seven. And again, the Festival of Lights, referring to God miraculously keeping keeping that menorah lit through those eight days. So, dedicating the temple. We see in 2 Chronicles 6 and 7, and also in 1 Kings chapter 8, the dedication of the original temple. Now, each of these books record an amazing prayer by Solomon to God, dedicating the temple to Yahweh. 2 Chronicles 7 records what happens after the dedication. Second Chronicles 7, starting in the first verse. 
As soon as Solomon finished his prayer, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priests could not enter the house of the Lord, because the glory of the Lord filled the Lord's house. When all the people of Israel saw the fire come down, and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed down with their faces to the ground on the pavement, and worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord, saying, For He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. It's an amazing picture. It's awesome. And I want you to hold on to that image. The fire comes down, consuming the sacrifices and the burnt offerings, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. So keep that in mind, because we'll bring it around full circle here. So, speaking of the temple, we remember in Matthew 21 and in John chapter 2, Messiah, Jesus, cleanses the temple. He makes a whip of cords and chases out the money changers, all those that were selling the selling the animals, everything. They, he said that they had made this temple a den of thieves and that his father's house was to be a house of prayer. The disciples, after witnessing this, remembered, it is written, zeal for my father's house consumes me. Now that's a quote from Psalm chapter 69 and verse 9. And I want to jump there because the whole verse says even more. Psalm 69 and verse 9 says, For zeal for your house has consumed me, and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. So in this psalm, yes, yes, Messiah is quoting that as he, or Messiah didn't quote that. The disciples remembered that was written pertaining to Messiah. As he, as he chased the money changers out of the temple, as he cleansed the temple, zeal for your house has consumed me. And then the reproach of those who reproach you have fallen on me, which certainly ties in with Isaiah 53, 5, as well as 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He who knew no sin was made to be sin, that in him we may be made the righteousness of God. The reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. It all ties in. It's this awesome connecting of the dots in these messianic prophecies. And I would love to go on in that direction here. But we're talking about the temple at the moment. So I want to I stay on track. But that's just another exciting attribute about this. So we're, we're talking about the temple and dedicating the temple. So let's take a look at... 1 Corinthians chapter 3, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, starting at verse 16, says, Do you not know that you are God's temple, and that God's Spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys the temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. We, followers of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, are the temple, God's temple. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. 
So glorify God in your body. We're seeing the connection here. The temple. I got two more places to to stop. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. And then finally we'll go to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter 2. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves are like living stones. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So we can see, we are the temple. We are the house of God, where His Spirit dwells. We are the household. We are living stones being built into this house and we offer spiritual sacrifices, as that passage in First Peter says. So, we can see the relevance here to the dedication of the temple for followers of Jesus. The temple of the living God. Us being dedicated. So maybe, during this time, the Feast of Dedication, we can dedicate or rededicate the temple ourselves God's temple, rededicate to him, and may his fire consume our sacrifices, the spiritual sacrifices and offerings, and he fill his temple with his glory. Hanukkah. It's also called the Festival of Lights, referring to, again, God's miraculous provision keeping that menorah lit for those eight days when there was only one day's worth of oil physically available. God miraculously provides. And now, as a celebration, people light candles. They light the Hanukkahs, commemorating each of those days that God provided. We remember the words of Messiah in John eight twelve. He said, I am the light of the world. And then let's remember his charge to us, his followers, in Matthew 5.14. You are the light of the world. We can see the light. We can see the dedication. And listen, if all of this doesn't convince you that a New Testament believer, if you will, a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, should recognize and celebrate or or participate in Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication, take a look at John chapter 10 and verse 23. At that time, the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. 
Jesus participated in, he recognized the Feast of Dedication. So, in addition to asking ourselves, what would Jesus do? We can ask the question, what did Jesus do? He is our example. And 1 John 2, verse 6 tells us that we are to walk as he walked. And I do understand that Hanukkah is not one of the seven quote-unquote biblical feasts from, from the Torah. But clearly, Messiah acknowledged, recognized, and participated in the Feast of Dedication. And if he did, why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't we? We want to honor him. We want to, we want to live according to the example he set for us. I think it's an awesome time to get in, to rededicate to celebrate the miracle God has done, to celebrate his provision, to remember that miraculous provision he gave during that time, but also to just commemorate and remember his provision for us all the time, that he meets our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. This is all good stuff. And yes, I do believe that we should participate, that we should celebrate. So I appreciate you giving me your time, allowing me to share with you. And I I pray that God, by his spirit and through his word, would speak to you and with you. I'm thankful. I appreciate you listening to me again. I'm just the messenger. I'm just a jackass with a note in my mouth. But I really appreciate you listening. And I hope and pray you have a great time. And celebrate the Feast of Dedication. The Festival of Lights. I wish you all a happy Hanukkah. God bless you. Go out and give them heaven.